0: Today, we wanted to tackle a question that's coming up all over the place, over and over again, or it's not really a question. It's something that we recognize that people are really seeking for, which is the one and only app, the one and only solution, the one and only method. And that's what we want to talk about today, Paco. You hear it as well, right?
1: yeah great yes because many people I, I, I cannot tell you how many people are reaching out constantly asking for that sending them to our ICore framework that it's public there in our website but people keep uh, replying exactly the same <laughs> they visiting him but is i cannot believe you just have one main app and all that thing it's impossible so we'll record this and well and put it public again
0: we will keep repeating the message and we, we both tried to force the things into one app. I also was using Notion a lot, but it never worked. If you just think about it, that even if people say, I'm using Notion for everything, they don't. They just focus yeah. on personal knowledge management and they're using Notion only for personal knowledge management. But then they're still not doing the emails. Now With the, now they, they bought Skiff and they want to go into the email game. Maybe let's see how this all evolves. But then you, especially as an entrepreneur, you have your business, you have dedicated tools that you use for your business and there it ends already. So you will never end up with just one app. It would be the same if you would say, I just need a notebook, a physical paper notebook in my business. Yeah maybe but you still need something that you're producing that you're selling. No maybe, have...
1: maybe your business or your life is so simple. I know my well, my father that is retired he doesn't even use a notebook so <laughs> No but I think that at least for me the minimum amount of apps or software pieces of software would be two. One for information and another one for action. I think that it's pretty complicated to try to merge both gigantic worlds in just one tool. Uh, it's something that I'm sorry to say, but it's really difficult And the moment that your life is more or less complicated, and that's why we are busy professionals, <laughs> then you need to start selecting and choosing some of the apps that are specifically designed for a certain purpose. And that's what we do for me. I've recently published an article talking about how all my task management system is spread all over. I think it was, I don't know, five? six, seven different tools and I feel comfortable because I know that the tasks are waiting for me there and it's something that Google is playing because I think that that's the approach. The moment that you get that aha moment is the moment that you start understanding. I think that all the iCore methodology, the iCore journey and specifically the ICor framework.
0: And there is another point. It's not only using the different tools and or trying to force to use one tool. It's also the methods, the tool agnostic methods, how complicated is your life that you need different approaches to tackle it. So talking about routines, time blocking and all this. So I was building up paperless movement since 2018 as a side hustle to my main job. So I was working 10 to 13 hours in this main job. And in addition, I was doing the paperless movement. And now I'm all in paperless movement. That's my only focus area. So that's why it's the beauty about the two of us that we have always black and white literally right. sitting here. Yeah. So Paco well, is and, and a for, German and a Spanish. It can't get better. And <laughs> Paco is running four businesses and now I can now fully focus on just the paperless movement. And I realize more and more when we talk about Sansama and I try to force the things in Sansama, it actually gives me more administrative efforts to manage my day going into Sansama than just working on it. So I realized more and more, I can really live just from priorities. So I know that I will work the whole day on the paperless movement, and then I just need to know what I need to do now. And that's what you learn in the i journey and in the courses that we have there to understand this prioritization of your tasks and what you need to work on now and I really think then you don't need a calendar the calendar to me is really to have the events to have the meetings with you Paco but also the collaboration meetings and the one-on-one coachings and all this needs to be in my calendar this needs to be set in stone so to me cluttering it up with additional what we already say you should never do, cluttering it up with all the different tasks in your calendar. It looks so neat. So when people go to my calendar and say, oh, you have nothing to do except these few events there. And I say, no, man, in between there are all the time blocks where I'm working on the priorities. And that gives me calm because to me then I just need to go to ClickUp and I know exactly what I need to work on next and to realign what needs to be worked on. We have our agenda meeting on Monday. But other than that, I use less and less Sansama because I don't know why. I have no team besides Paco and and team members that are working with us. But again, it's all organized. So I'm not in the team meetings there. So this is really a different perspective than for Paco. And Paco can now tell you the other side. For (laughs) sure, because
1: I cannot live without Sansama. For me, it's a beautiful app. It's for me, the representation of time management is called uh, Sansama for me, especially because whenever I see that something needs uh, specific attention or time frame, that I want to block. For me, it's very important because in all the different areas where my tasks are living, whenever I see that any of them needs to be a schedule and I want to force because scheduling equals deadline, equals complete completion of <laughs> completing the task. And the point is that talking about my second project management <laughs> that is linear, I do it a lot, okay? I grab the task coming from linear and so on and I put it there. And for me, it's how I handle because at any moment when I need to reply to that question, what do I do now? It's just taking a look or having a look at San and it's crystal clear for me. I also love the card approach. For me, it's amazing talking about time management. And the beauty is that I don't want to well, from time to time. I include the events just to have an idea. If I'm going to do something after or before an event that it's a schedule, but I keep all the events, all the meetings, all the commitments that I have with people from the outside on Vincal. Okay, that's the calendar. And I know mm. that just one click away, going to Vincal, and I see all the time that is really blocked. The other is optional, it's something that I decide. But for me, talking about one app that rule all, the most important asset is time. And for me, Sansama is the time management tool, and that's why for me it's so crucial. Absolutely. No matter-
0: what I wanted to point out here is really the complexity. That need It gives you the need for additional tools and not less tools. That's what I'm saying. Right. So I try to force myself to use only ClickUp. That's something we've been trying for a long time. And it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> One app to replace them all. I think okay. they still have a long way to go as any other tool out there as well. But you mentioned it already. You have ClickUp and you have Linear. So you bring in all these Tasks mm-hmm. from different project managers into Sansama, and then you give a get a holistic view on all the tasks yeah. you have from these things. Then you have the Todoist integration, but now you. you
1: but, but I don't use it. I don't use uh, it. I okay, just use yeah, it. Yeah, but oh. uh, let's
0: focus on the three project managers. So as soon I would need, if, as soon if I would work with another team in a different project manager, there is no doubt that I need to go. Sansama in order to organize myself best. That's where, where it's really it's it doesn't need much to have a need of an additional planner in addition to what you need. but for the uh, what Clickup is improving there is really nice with the home view and all this and I agree with the view. Where's my event? What could I do before and what could I do after and so on? You mentioned it, there's VimCal. I go to VimCal, I know exactly my day and then I can block the time in front and after. I love Sansama for the reasons that you said as well. And it's also nice with the cards and all this organization. But we are talking about the option to have one app to replace them all or reduce as many apps as possible. And I think this is a good example for complexity matters here. So the com- the more complex your day- work life and your daily day looks, the more tools you will need. <laughs> that's just how it is. If you, even in Notion, when I was running my business and I was working and I had personal topics that I want to tackle, I was starting in Notion different workspaces because it became too cluttered to have everything in one place. And that's actually yeah. another thing that that is part of this approach when you say one app to replace them all, but you have so different topics in your life, bring everything into one tool. So many things come to my mind because another point and another reason to use the several tools is also the mindset shift. Right When I go to Sansama, yeah. then I'm in planning mode, that's for sure. So yeah. I'm really thinking about my week. I see what, what happened the past week. So that's something where I cannot let go of Sansama. That would be one of the reasons. No. But mm. if people want to force it, there are always options to simplify.
1: No, and also the capturing process on mobile for me is crucial. I haven't found a, a faster way to capture a task than to doist, okay. And no matter that even if it's a task, okay, I capture initially on to doist and then I quickly move it to Sansama in the case that it's a, a task that needs to be a schedule. And if it's it's just then I it rests well on to And talking about information and having found a fastest way to capture something than Tana capture. Yeah. And that's something if I would be using Notion, I, I don't care any tool. I know that there are widgets that are but The way that I can capture a thought using the outlining experience and sending, the way I can capture voice and then the AI creates a summary and it's there and it goes to an inbox that I process inside a system because that's why we teach to the people what a system is and a productivity system end-to-end because that's what we are creating. We are creating something that is constantly working. It never stops. It's always the same routines, the same workflows, the same processes, the same order of using the different tools. There's a moment I don't care if I'm not doing all the things that I should be doing. It's not because of the system is because every system has its limitations and there's a moment that I cannot uh, perform more tasks or I cannot handle more information but it's not because of the system it's just the limitation of my physical brain or, or the time that I have all those constraints that are real life no I cannot manage 200 projects at the same time that's something impossible but I know that I'm performing at my best and with that sense of control And also because the other day a guy reached out to me on Twitter and asked me what are the constraints, the things that if I'm suffering with my productivity system or something like that and I'm not suffering uh, at all, I'm not suffering at all, I know that I'm performing at my best, I know that everything is under control and for me it's pretty easy to reorganize, to reprioritize, to to do whatever I need, to search for something, it was something that, that was a painful (laughs) journey, the moment that we stopped using MEM, that shallow thinking system suffered quite a while, for quite a while. And at the end, with this incorporation of TANA to the framework and our tool stack, now it's, it has gone beyond MEM. For me, I feel much more safe and sound using TANA than, than MEM, because at the end, MEM was sending things to the void and expecting to retrieve it. But here, the outlining experience force you to create a structure that you understand, because at the end, when you think about the physical part of your brain, you have a certain structure. It's not something random. When you end up retrieving a memory or doing something similar, it's because you start connecting the dots and then you retrieve the information. And the good thing is that on Tana, you can replicate that, for instance. And that's something that I love to do. I think that the MEM approach you need to trust on AI, it was really useful at the beginning, but right now I think that I am a better thinker, okay? The other thing was just throwing things into a bucket and retrieving randomly, okay, when I need them. Most of the time I remember, but now the tool is forcing me to better understand the things that I'm storing. And I think that POS helps you grow and also helps you create a better communication system talking about how you express your knowledge and and i it's something that i do really appreciate to the tana approach because i I think that i can better communicate the things and in fact i'm seeing like how my articles are becoming better because i'm thinking about the the topic giving a structure and also asking myself 13 gaps that was just intuition at the beginning, but now I can state that it's knowledge. And I think that increase of quality is also due to the tool that you are using. And that's something that it's also important. The tools that you choose can make you a better human being talking about how you process information or how you perform your tasks. And that's for me something crucial. Fully agree
0: there on Tana and Heptabase and we, we are so aligned with all the tools that we, as we see really these definitions of the different information types. It's second nature, right? And yeah. that's what we achieved with iCore and that's what we tried to deliver to you guys is this level of cautiousness and unconsciousness where you automatically put the information where it needs to go. It it might seem confusing when there is a reader app and there is Heptabase and there is Tana and these are all types of information collectors and we and for, forcing people to say why do you need three different note taking apps right we we tell people why do you have three different note taking apps but usually it's the case that. All three are used for exactly the same type of information. And one is just fancier. The other one was just seen on YouTube. And that's the reason why there are three. For us, it's crystal clear what we use them for. In fact, I'm working on a YouTube video right now where I want to visualize this in an easier way to understand how we have a funnel going from Reader to Tana to Heptabase and what we are using it for. Heptabase really just became my uh, visual tool. I'm rarely doing any other things. But whenever I'm in Heptabase and using it, I see it that you could use, and going back to the topic, one app for everything, you could use Heptabase to some extent in the way you can use Tana. The lack the missing things really are, is the capturing. It's just like Notion, where you have to go to the place, you want to know where you store the information, and also the speed when you write something and moving things around. Obviously, that's a, a crucial part in... in in Tana, where I also, when I need to write down a concept or I make just meeting notes and things, I would never go to Heptabase for this. It's just too slow. And when we say too slow, it's the keyboard shortcuts that you are using. It's moving the blocks up and down and all this. So that's crystal clear. More on this in the YouTube video that I'm working on. But it's the end of the story is that you need to understand the information types. What do you actually collect on a daily basis? And information types is also task types and things like that. So once you define this, and this is very personal, very individual, then you know what tools you need to use. And maybe it is just one tool for you. And we still recommend try to use one tool where you think that could be the one and only and then find the friction this way by using it heavily, then you much better will understand what tool could fit or extend this tool stack later on, instead of trying to use the existing tool stack and make them somehow work. That's the tool agnostic approach where understanding the information types is really crucial and Nothing more to add there. That's it. No, I think that uh, maybe
1: also because we talk about deep thinking and shallow thinking, and some people may get confused about the terms. And there are standard terms that you can find out there that maybe... Can help you because they are pretty similar okay there's a differentiation between PKM that is personal knowledge management and PIS that is personal information system I mean if you're in a meeting if you are uh, jotting down notes about a contact uh, a, a small CRM that you are creating uh, jotting things down uh, that you want that's personal information system okay you are not going to deeper into that information to analyze the contact and make some kind of deep analysis about that information. That also creates the split okay, between the, the two worlds. The, the, the main thing is understanding that there are different layers of deepness, I would say, okay, in the information and depending on how deep you want to go or how deep you need to understand something. I remember when we were creating the database the like a pro course that is a mess all the starting i think that it's recorded and it was a mess how we started writing things down and grabbing articles from alan one of the co-founders of EttaBase and things about our current system well that in a in Notion, in a database. It's impossible because it's not clear the structure for me. I need to have a visual tools where I can move things up and down. The other day, for instance, I was preparing a huge, a gigantic email, okay, because we had a, a tough problem and I need to grab data and prepare everything pretty well structured, uh, so it was really important. So for me, it was impossible to prepare that using the outline because it was chaotic. I need cards, I need put context, I need to create the connections, the order, the colors, all those visual elements that help us create a structure and then cards with the same color are related to a topic, the other ones, and also having a canvas where you can move things from one side to the other, up, down, left, right, all that creates a structure. And at the end, you end up with a structure email that communicates everything perfectly with a ton of information, but perfectly synthesized and a structure. I think that uh, the moment that you create constraints is the moment that you really force yourself to create a structure, something that makes sense for you, and imagine for a person who's reading that for the first time and i think that's the 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 moment that you can perfectly understand what deep thinking means versus the shallow thinking that is something much more easier that's why i don't care about the speed on database because i'm in fact i appreciate that it's slow a slow tool because i want to think at the moment that I'm moving the things, thinking about the structure, I need time. It's just the opposite. When I'm just writing things down in a meeting or something that quickly pops up, so I just need to write it down so that I can I stop suffering. okay? Because I'm suffering about losing that information or that inspiration of that moment or all the things that are connected that are the the connection is so light so weak that i need to quickly write it down so then once it's written down then i can start giving the structure or adding additional information so that it's like glue and at the end you end up with an amazing information system, okay, that you can retrieve any type of information. Okay. Structure of an amazing email or presentation, or just some notes that you jot down when talking to a person. And I think that's the beauty of, of information. And afterwards also the, all the tasks that come from that information that you have perfectly processed, is the moment that you start creating pretty well-defined tasks, and the moment that they get too complicated, then you can create projects or whatever. Last but not least, the other day, because I'm going really deep into Todoist, because I think that these guys are improving at a speed. I think that they have been like 10 years positioning in the market, and now, leverage is uh, really going wild i would say okay because it's amazing how they are improving both solutions the one that they have to manage information like the slack competitor okay although they i would say they, they made all the information management related to a project but i made the i had a quote a small project okay but let's say a very specific pro and i made the test to see how far i could go talking about three people working in a project using Todoist and well, and their result was amazing. So why not someone who just don't deal with a small amount of project or small team or whatever can use Todoist for everything. If you don't feel any friction like I did with this project, it's well, and it's a well, it's a development of a quite complicated marketplace, but I'm just using Todoist and I'm able to, to do it. But the point is that I'm using the exact same concepts and workflows that I use with ClickUp, with Linear, with Asana, with all my systems. And that's the beauty. That the moment that you have crystal clear and went the file and solid concepts and workflows, the moment that you start trying a tool, just in the first hour you can say if this fits your workflow or no. The other day there was a tool that we were trying. I'm not gonna say the name, but man. That was a disaster man it was impossible it was chaotic it was another one talking about one app for everything and and man you need to be pretty well prepared we need to think that those huge monsters like notion like clica that those are amazing we are talking that companies with 1000 employees and things like that and they find problems talking about just one workspace for everything now we see how Notion is positioning, trying to create just one workspace, because that's the, I would say the dream of these applications. You just launch because beware of Arc, for instance, the browser that it's trying to do exactly the same. Those big companies want to give you just a workspace because they consider that's the the, the best solution because it's the easiest way. You just have one thing to work with that and then you're done and, and the problem that even those big companies suffer. So imagine when you find, uh, I don't know, an indie hawker there or with two or three people trying to create one app for everything. And it's possible yeah. unless your life and your work is pretty simple. It
0: is true. So many times people reach out and I look at these tools I'm not even bothered testing them, to be honest. Whenever I see, okay, I see you are using ClickUp. Maybe you want to test our tool and you go to the website and say, we cover everything. And then you see this better than ClickUp, better than Asana and so on. ClickUp did this already, fighting against Jira, Asana, Monday and so on. If you're just starting out, I think nowadays you have to have something very innovative that is really disrupting the market. And gives a different approach, maybe even our own project management concept or something like that. Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't invest my money into creating a project management tool that can do everything. And getting back to the point where you mentioned To Doist using for project management, we know that Raven Scanners they used To for managing their team. They're out of business. I don't think it was using To Doist. In fact, I think that worked very well. But uh, here, it's a clear example. Where you have one project, it works well with three people. And I'm I'm sure the speed and the availability on all the different devices, and so on, that's a plus. But the question is then looking at ClickUp on the long term, where you're building up a knowledge base on based on your previous project. It really depends on if you just have tickets that you're working on. That's a difference than having these courses because I just published a video about ClickUp AI, right? In the membership, you see this there. I showed that we can start now leveraging our knowledge base. We've been working for one and a half years on the knowledge about iCore, the core scripts, and all this is now available. And if the team grows, they come into a space where all the knowledge is already there, so, they can just ask AI and they understand everything about the business. When they ask a specific topic, they will find something. That's really something where I think Todoist lacks. When it comes to information management or knowledge management, obviously you can add some descriptions to the tasks and so on and enrich the tasks themselves. But it's not, if you're looking for database building and cross-connection and all this, this is where it shows you need to understand what you need it for. <laughs> so if you come from Notion and somebody tells you, yeah, you, to do is so much better than Notion. In what regards? Yeah, you can have recurring tasks. You can't have this in Notion. Okay. But when it comes to cross-connected databases, this is uh, really the key that uh, is important to understand. And usually in businesses where there are bigger teams or a lot of people working in there, as as I'm a trained business analyst and worked in big corporates there, usually there's better tools around already than you think. So employees start seeking for other solutions to fix a problem. While the IT department should have a second look at the existing tools and see, how could they be set up in a different way? Can they be cross-connected and things like that? That was my bread and butter for eight years. And now I'm doing the same in the paperless movement, which is now a smaller part. It's the automation part and I-Core and the optimization part, right? We could go on and on about this topic and we sure will keep talking about this topic as it is so important. But for today, I think we covered it. And thanks for joining us live. And we catch you up in the membership. See you next time.
1: See you.